Hey, what's good, fam? This is Pastor G. And I've worked in human resources for some time now. And one of the things that is frustrating to me is I will call an applicant and have them come in for an interview. And in the interview, we're talking and things are going great. They seem to be the perfect fit, the perfect match for what it is that we're looking for. They have the experience. They appear to be mature. And it, it seems like their temperament will fit right in with our team. And so, you know, I'm excited and we extend an offer and they accept the offer. And then we move on to the next phase, which is the background check process. And unfortunately, during that process, something comes back in the background. And because of the industry that I work in, it's one of those charges that in spite of the fact that they appear to be the perfect person, we just can't move forward. You know, I don't know about you, but I think every last one of us have found ourselves in a place when we've had to deal with the consequences of our bad decisions. We didn't listen to solid advice or wise counsel. And so as a result, some of us find ourselves in turbulent relationships. Maybe our finances are all messed up. All kinds of stuff is going on, and we know that we played a role in all the jacked up in this. <laughs> you may be asking yourself, is that even a word? And my response is, it is today. But I found that in those times, it's, it's tough because if we were to be honest with ourselves, we would admit that we're probably getting everything that we deserve. And yet... In the midst of our trifling nature, somehow, some way, we can make it through these tough times. And so, family, let's talk about how to move from trifling to triumphant. Coming up next on the Trifling Ones podcast. <laughs> Welcome back, and I hope that you're having a great day. Um, we're going to take a look at the book of Lamentations today, um, chapter 3, verses 19 through 23. These are five verses, and I believe that these five verses are going to help us in our journey as we look to move from being trifling to triumphant. And these five verses say this, I remember my affliction and my wandering, the bitterness and the gall. I well remember them, and my soul is downcast within me. Yet this I call to mind, and therefore I have hope. Because of the Lord's great love, we are not consumed, for his compassions never fail. They are new every morning, and great is your faithfulness. As I mentioned, out of these five verses, there are two points that I want to talk about with you for just a just a quick moment. The first of those is remembering the consequential hardships, remembering the consequential hardships. What we're talking about here are the difficult times, the consequences that we've got to go through as a result of the decisions that we've made. 
And so remembering the consequential hardships is exactly what verse 19 says. I remember my affliction and my wandering, the bitterness and the gall. Then verse 20 says, I well remember them and my soul is downcast within me. This sounds like somebody who's thinking back over their life and they're saying, man, how did I get here? Now, in order to find out how how we got here, at least from a biblical standpoint, we actually have to go back to 2 Kings chapter 25 and Jeremiah 52 because they describe what's actually happening here. You see, what's happening is the Babylonian Empire has laid siege to the city. That means they've got the city surrounded. They've got it locked up and locked down. And as a result, famine has set in, and that means that there's no food to eat. It's become a bad situation, and the people are desperate. And what's crazy about this is the prophet Jeremiah had warned the nation about this. In fact, he warned them for a period of 40 years. When you look at Jeremiah 2, 5, it says, this is what the Lord says. What fault did your ancestors find in me that they strayed so far from me? They followed worthless idols and became worthless themselves. And so what Jeremiah is actually saying here is he's saying, listen, y'all, like, what did I do to you? Like, what kind of problems did you all find within me that you just turned your backs on me? When I have attempted to do everything that I can for you. And then later on in Jeremiah 25 verses 8 and 9, it says this. It says, therefore, the Lord Almighty says this. Because you have not listened to my words, I will summon all the peoples of the north and my servant Nebuchadnezzar, king of Babylon, declares the Lord. And I will bring them against this land and its inhabitants and against all the surrounding nations. I will completely destroy them and make them an object of horror and scorn and an everlasting ruin. And so here it is. Jeremiah warned them. So they were warned, but they were tripping and they were trifling. Have you ever been there and done that? You know, verses 19 and 20 starts with, I remember So it says, I remember my affliction. That tells me that this is personal and it's devastating and it's exhausting. Then after he says, I remember my affliction, he says, my wandering. When somebody's a wanderer, it means that they're an outcast. They don't feel accepted. They have no belonging or home. And so as a result, they feel like no one understands what they're feeling or going through. This writer isn't talking about what he's what he's um, read or or heard about. This is a personal experience that he's dealing with. And so this writer is saying, here I am. I stepped out of my marriage and now my family's in shambles. Or he's saying, here I am. I experimented with the substance and now I need it to relax or I need it as a coping mechanism to deal with life's pressures. Here I am. You know, I need this substance to forget about my pain or to feel better. Here I am. I'm addicted. Here I am. I had unprotected sex with someone that I was attracted to. I I actually liked them. Or at least I thought I did. But then when I got to know them, I found out that I don't even really like them as a person. But unfortunately, now a child is involved. 
Here I am, I got this criminal record. Here I am, I have this secret. You know, fam, I don't know what you're dealing with. And, and I'm not sure how you fall into the not perfect category. But it's important to note that every last one of us has fallen short, according to Romans 3.23, where it says that all have sinned. And so because we're facing some stuff, we remember our respective situations well. And in many cases, as a result of that, now our soul is downcast. So some of us are dealing with depression. We're looking for an out. We're praying that our fortunes change. You know, when we've treated our body a certain way over the years and it finally catches up to us in a diagnosis. Yes, we remember the affliction, the wandering, the bitterness and the gall. And so Lamentations 3 shows us that we've got to remember the consequential hardships. But it also reminds us that we are to recall the compassionate hope. We are to recall the compassionate hope because verse 21 says this. Yet this I call to mind and therefore I have hope because of the Lord's great love. We are not consumed for his compassions never fail. They're new every morning and great is your faithfulness. So in spite of the mistakes made, the challenges encountered, the directions ignored, the guidance refused, and the wisdom rejected, there's still hope. And why is that? Because of his love. We're not consumed. You know, negative situations can make us feel like we're consumed, like everything in life is wrong and everything revolves around that wrong thing. But it says, because of the Lord's great love. But love, you know, love has a way of reminding us of our worth when we feel worthless. Think about it. You're still here. In spite of what you've been through, you still have breath in your body. And what that tells me is that the story hasn't finished being written yet. Why? Because his compassions never fail. What we know is that he's still sitting on the throne. He's still all powerful. And verse 23 tells us that every single morning his compassions kick in. And so tomorrow is Thanksgiving Day. And so if there's anything that you can give thanks about and be grateful for, it's the fact that no matter what your life looks like right now, we can move from being trifling to triumphant. And so let's say a word of prayer about that. Heavenly Father, we come before you now giving you thanks for all things. We thank you for watching over us and keeping us. We thank you that even in the midst of us making bad decisions, even though we got to deal with the consequences and the hardships that you still love us, that you're still here for us. Lord, we know that there's no mistake and it's no coincidence that we're hearing this word that addresses the fact that we are guilty. We feel guilty and we feel bad and we feel downcast and depressed. And yet you're still here to receive us. Remind us that we're just like that prodigal son who went out into the country, lived all kinds of foul. And yet when we went back home, daddy had his arms open. So we're coming back home right now. And we know that your arms are open to greet us. 
We ask that during our most difficult times that you would whisper in our ears, reminding us that you're still sitting on a throne and that you still love us. And Lord, we'll be so certain to give you all the honor, all of the glory, and all of the praise. We thank you again for bringing us from being trifling to triumphant. And we ask all these things in your Son and our Savior, Jesus Christ's name we pray. And all of the trifling ones said, Amen. Thank you.